At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. All right, picks. Jeremy Plonk, giddy up. Top place, Express Bet editor in chief, Jeremy Plonk, both from Golfstream. Race five. He likes the five. Jerry's turn. 9-2 to two on the morning line. Race 7, he likes the 7. No commission. That's 6-1. to one. Go to vsun.com slash horses for details. vsun.com slash horses. Believe it or not, it has been a month since the maestro has been in studio. A full hour right now with Mike Palm, VP of Circus Sports, the Golden Gate, the D in downtown Las Vegas. What a time of year. Greetings and salutations, friend. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Quincy, Massachusetts, our yeah. loyal family watching on this. And Quincy, Illinois, Peekaboo Marquis, we see you. Quincy, Ontario, Rogers Sportsnet, oh, Canada. Quincy, Pennsylvania, AT&T, no. we say good morning. And Quincy, California, watching on Spectrum. Greetings, all. What made you go into Quincy? Uh, wow. I, I, I like to find yeah. some sort of congruency to these. Okay. Things. You know, pick a theme, pick a name. There was a, I looked it up. There's like 32 Quincy's in North America. Really? Yeah. Really? Well done. It's a lot. Good okay. Research. Smart guy. Yeah. So we, t- we touch on this earlier. Uh, okay. This month is incredible. We all know mm-hmm. this. March Madness mm-hmm. here in Las Vegas is uh, one of the best weekends of the entire year. But we also said, if you ever have a chance to come out here for conference tournament week, championship week, that's probably the time where you, if you do it once with your buddies, you're going to realize... Oh, wait, Vegas, not quite as expensive, not nearly as many people, and we have more games to bet on. And I'll give you, this is from Chris of St. Bart's with a tweet that said, to your point on that, we already made the decision. We're coming out to Circa next week for title week. Uh, it's a bucket list thing to do. I think if people did this more often, they'd realize how good it is. The best betting day of the year might be next Wednesday, right? When, when the majority of the conference tournaments are underway. You could actually start today. You want to take a 10-day vacation? Yeah. Take a nine-day vacation? Go now sure. uh, through next week, and these conference tournaments begin in match. I love uh, Arch Madness as much as you guys do, being familiar with those Missouri Valley schools. I did, you know, Circus Sports is in Iowa again at Wellman's in West Des Moines this week. I didn't travel due to Ash Wednesday yesterday, but I did a couple phone-in interviews. I mean, they're asking why isn't you and I favorite over Loyola. I mean, Drake has the kid injured. I mean, it's always compelling, and you don't get any points in these games. There's a ton of upsets. I, I, I love it, but, uh, yeah, I think – True betters, the guys that are really college basketball sharps, they're here next week, not the first four days of the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Best book in the world. You just said the all-in package was a huge success, great promotion. Andy uh, got it as well from Pennsylvania. Two for two, by the way, on the uh, $20 uh, sandwich. 
uh, put the $20 bill in between the driver's license and the credit card. But this, so what do you have? Cabanas, the parties, promote early here and just what you're offering. Well, have you seen, have you been up to Stadium Swim lately? They got a new configuration in the front where they added more furniture for more seating. Yes. I mean, Thursday, Friday, Saturday now is getting close to sold out there. Of course, you still have walk-in, but I'm talking about sold out. I mean, pieces of real estate where you, you can sit, whether it's a poolside box, a cabana, a daybed, super cabana, all that stuff that we have up there. Sports book, same way. Seats on the side selling like hot bread. The booths, the recliners down here. Two watch parties, one at the D on the 12th floor, free to get in. And then we're doing one here on the third floor like we did for the Super Bowl. So it's actually a hotter ticket than Super Bowl. Whoa. Is it really? Thursday, Friday, wow. Saturday is a hotter ticket than Super Bowl. Amen, brother. Is that? Weather's also. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's probably going to be an annual thing, right? Yeah. Because now we're going to start to kick into high 70s, it's, that kind of a deal. It, and I, let me say, I'm not complaining about Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, you would have thought God had a cabana at Stadium Swim. 70, <laughs> 72 degrees and not a cloud in the sky, but it could be in the 50s. I mean, two days later, we were in the 40s here in Vegas after the Super Bowl. Well, but but mm-hmm. you know in March, it's going to be 78, sure. 79. And yeah, the weather here, like we have a couple of days coming up this week, I think the high is 48 or something like that. It, go, it goes from 80 today to a high of 52 Saturday. <laughs> oh, God. That is... Yeah, it won't go away. It's spring. But, yeah, coming up a few weeks, it will. The Army's coming. Our buddy Evan's coming, and he fires. Oof, he, he's coming. I, he goes, where should I watch the games? I go, Evan, I mean, come on. You go to the ballroom at the D. You get the cabana. You can the parties. Watch out here. I mean, you, nice you got to tell you. What a nice kid he Oh, is. great That guy. was nice. You, you, yeah. I mean, you do nothing but deliver for us. I mean, you went to Foxwoods. You brought him back. That kid, that kid gives you a shot at it. I'll tell you that. Yes, he does. He fires. Oh, he <laughs> wires it in, and he'll put it in yeah. light. Yep. It, it, it's fun, pick, though. It's oh, fun. Great. Oh, it's fun. Yeah. Okay, so you have an issue with a tweet that I sent out when Wisconsin beat Purdue. I just disagree with it. I mean, you're you're tout, touting Greg Gard. I mean, a year and a half ago, you wanted the guy fired. He's not a good. I don't Mark like the guy. Adam, as Mark Adams is the coach of the year. No, he's not. It's Greg yes. Gard. Yeah, oh. Mark Adams is the coach of the year. Wisconsin Mark just Adams, won it outright. The big what? they were picked tenth to win it. Oh, stop! They were fifty to one. What? What was? Texas Tech was picked eighth in the in the big in the Big Twelve. Look at this guy was coaching defense. Back when Paulie was transferring schools every other semester. All right, this guy's an <laughs> NAIA Hall of Famer, Wayland Baptist, Texas Pan American, gets into this Red Raider program the last five years. It's an incredible story. Giving Greg Gard National Coach of the Year is like giving a key to the city to the guy that starts the fire and then puts it out. All right, Wisconsin has low expectations because Gard is so bad. All you guys wanted him out. All you wanted to Gard sucks. He's got to go. He's got to go. He's a oh look at Wisconsin. They should be a one seed. Gard should be the coach. They're the fifth choice to win the Big Ten tournament. Fifth choice, and they were the tenth team to win the regular season. Yeah, and they did it. Yeah, because uh, there's Mike, a lot. There's not a lot. Of, the, the, the Big Ten is not winning anything. Okay? No, the Big, the Big Ten not. is not great. They're not. I, I got to be honest. I mean, it really disappointed this it's, year. It's, uh, but I would say this about Greg Gard. And again, I don't like the guy. I'm not going to get too. I'm not going to, you know, do Sheboygan radio right now. He's <laughs> lost a lot of talent there, though. That guys that don't stay home without Johnny no, Davis, that's a no. ten-win team. They've they've overachieved big time. Well, they have, but I can't give any award to Greg Gard. I mean, come on, the guy the guy tore the program down. I mean, Yoder's a better coach than him. Oh, Yoder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steve Yoder's a better coach than Greg yeah. Gard. All right, not to mention, I mean, you know, with Bennett and, 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 you know, and Bo Ryan, far superior. Yeah, by the way, I did take your advice on Texas Tech. You got him at 6-1? to one. I bet him at 6-1 to one yeah. to make the final I still four. like it. I think that's okay. a good number still if you can it, find it. You know, and then you can get off it if they can make the they can make the regional fight. It depends on who they match up with. We don't know who the one seeds are. I'm with you. I think Kansas is a complete fraud. Oh, total. I don't even think they're fraud. a top 15 team. Mm. Seriously. I, I don't think they are at all. You buy Auburn? Nope. 
I don't buy Auburn either. Auburn's all about the home court. They don't. They can't yeah. win away from home. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Gonzaga is the best team. I think Arizona's clearly second. They're really good. I'd put Kentucky as third. And then after that, I think there's a drop-off. How can you people keep saying Purdue, Purdue? No. No. Purdue, Matt Painter's number. They've had Gene Cady and Matt Painter there for 45 years. They've yet to make a Final Four. How can you bet on them? I don't, I don't buy Purdue. I, I also, this kills me because I like Jay Wright. I don't buy Villanova this year. I... I, I got to be honest. Hey, give kudos to Jay Wright. Did you watch this game against Providence? Yeah. He fouled three times up three in the final 20 seconds. That's, That's the move. The first yeah. time I've seen a major college coach That's do that. The it's move. the correct yeah. move. I love yes, it is. Yep. That's the correct move. Yep. Absolutely. So my tease uh, before you came on was you've been high on this team all year long. Mm-hmm. Little hockey here. This is. I think this is like a... Uh, it's a battle between like certain like betters because I know at least two people, one who works here, Jeff Davis, not high in the Rangers. Another pro better who's not high on the Rangers this year. It's all just Durkin and Nett. What do you think of this team? Well, look at it. It was the two top goalies in the league last night, and I thought it was going to be a one nothing or 2-1 game until four goals in the last four minutes of the second period. Who's so in Shesterkin? I still think Shesterkin can take them far. Mm. I love the fact that Glantz, the coach, we've seen him take the Knights to the final. But here's the deal. In the East, let's set aside Tampa Bay, all right? Let's just... They've won two cups. They're going to be, you still got to beat Tampa Bay. But do you trust Freddie Anderson and Carolina? I know they're playing great, but Freddie Anderson's never been a 2-2 goals against guy, right? He wasn't in Anaheim. He certainly wasn't in Toronto. Do you trust Bobrovsky and Florida in the playoffs? I don't know. I think it's it's Toronto. Or I don't trust Toronto. No, I think God, it's, no, Toronto. It, it's Tampa Bay and then maybe Boston, maybe the Rangers. The Islanders are way down. Um, but I I put them as a second or third choice to come out of the East. I got them at twenty five to one to win the cup. I still think you can get them at twenty one to one or something like that. I don't hate my ticket. I love your ticket. I think you do better than that. It's the only 50. future only futures bet I have. Yes. In 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 hockey, that's the only team I could pull the our, trigger on. Our friend says it can be Jaguar part two that he can carry this team. That he's that good. And he should be a four dollar favorite well, to win I, the Vesna. I think the team around him is better than that that Ducks well, okay, team. Yeah. I mean, when you say Jagger, okay. I mean Jagger took a pretty mediocre team. Yeah, they're, okay. they're better than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those totals, by the way, I believe were what? Same guy. Was it like our buddy? Were there, were there fours? Three fours in the, in those games. Was it Brodeur and Jagger? Yeah. 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 I remember four and a halves, and it's a tough yeah. tough four. <laughs> what else do you think around the league? Knights struggling. The Knights aren't going anywhere. Yeah. Do you well, buy gonna, Do you buy this uh, Calgary team? I like their style of play. Uh, I don't know. I don't buy the. I don't buy the. I don't buy the Kings. I don't buy them at all. I think the winner is coming out of the Central of the West. I don't think anybody in the Pacific's doing. Look, Colorado's playing on a record pace. You can't beat them at home, right? Yeah. But can they yeah. do it in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. I still don't count out the Blues. Whoso can get hot, you know. I, the Wild have been disappointing lately. I mean, they're losing games at home. They're yeah. not even they're yeah. they're dogs at home in these games. So I mean, they've yeah. kind of been seen through. This is something. There's there's three four dollar favorites tonight. The teams at the bottom are horrendous. They're really bad. I mean, this is this is something. Yeah. God. Well, and and like we said earlier, like that Colorado game is probably going to touch five dollars at some spots. Yes. Yes. Right. That'll be tied in every money line parlay yeah. across the board today. The thing yeah. is, these bad teams just don't score. You can't even yeah. you know what do you you have to get them to three and they can't get to three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you said, though, you're not the only person to bring that up. Colorado in the playoffs, eh, kind of. If, if you're going to doubt Toronto, right? I mean, I know Colorado's power rating is to the moon, but Colorado in the playoffs kind of need to see it too. Well, they they scapegoated Grubauer and sent him to this awful crack Kraken team, but is was it all his fault? I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's follow the money here on Veasan, the sports betting network. Craig Trap from Picks and Parlays is red hot, uh, ten and one. His last eleven best bets. March Madness is here. 
and the winners continue on Thursday night. You can get his bets on the Lakers versus Clippers game tonight. All you have to do is text VSIN to 775-375-4500. That's VSIN to 775-375-4500 today. Uh, well, I can't imagine what no hyperbole has in store coming up next. Normally, it's about a week that you get to put the five biggest mistakes or gaffes. I got a month. I might yeah. have to. I'm, have I'm, a month. I'm just thinking I need to change it right now after listening to that read. Yeah. Um, you came, the last time you were on the show was February 4th. Third. February 3rd. Third. Third, right. So it has been a month. The first entry comes from February 4th. Oh, my God. Okay. I can't wait to hear what you have in store here. <laughs> Scorch Earth coming up with no hyperbole and Mike Palm on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Sports Betting Network. All right, winnersandwiners.com had an opinion on St. John's over Xavier last night. They have an opinion on Grizzlies and the Celtics as well. Text VEASAN to 320-350-3500. Again, text VEASAN 320-350-3500. As always, we love it. The biggest gaffes from the usually week or a month here, uh, as always, and it's won three Emmys. Time for no hyperbole. Thank you, Paul. Local Emmys. Let's clarify there. All right, let's start with number five. The fours were wild. February 4th, Cavs and Hornets. Mitch, you know about this. You tweeted this video out. Cavs lead by 10 with 444 left in the fourth quarter. Dean Wade, standing on the baseline, contacts the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian Forte, the crew chief here, blows the whistle for the ball being out of bounds. The ball deflects out to Mason Plumley at the top of the key, who passes it to Terry Rozier, who attempts a practice three from the corner. Ed Davis on the Cavs bench playfully waves his arm in front of Rozier. That's when side official Marit Kargut from the Ukraine decides to award the three-pointer, which didn't go in the basket, and call a technical foul on Davis. Now, the whole Cavs bench, as you see in this picture, if you're watching, including Coach J.B. Bickerstaff and Kevin Love, protest saying the whistle blew. The ball was out of bounds. If you go back and watch, 
the shot occurred 2.9 seconds left after Forte blew his whistle. Nevertheless, Rozier stepped to the foul line, buried the free throw, and completed a four-point play, cutting the Cavs' lead to six. After the game, the officiating crew reviewed the play, and Brian Forte spoke to a pool reporter, saying, quote, It was a miscommunication amongst the crew about the sequence of the play. Upon review, the start of the field goal attempt happened after the ball was ruled out of bounds and should not count it. Are you kidding me? It happened three seconds later. How does Forte not go and tell the guy the play was dead? How could this play count in the modern NBA? We're betting on this stuff. (laughs) And you know what? No suspensions for the crew. No fines. We just move on to the next day. Completely unfathomable. Number four. Do the gritty if you want to. In 1992, San Diego rapper Mitchell Charles Johnson, better known as Paperboy, gave us the classic Diddy. More than a quarter century later, Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson gave us the celebratory dance, The Gritty. And Paul and Mitch, this dance is sweeping the globe. Athletes in all sports cannot contain themselves from doing it, even the inactive ones. That's right. Let's go to Super Bowl 56. The clock is counting down towards the two-minute warning in the first half. You know, this first part of it I was going to have in no hyperbole until the baseball stoppage. What is McVay doing rushing the play before the two-minute warning? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Totally ridiculous. The worst gap to me of the Super Bowl. He rushes the play. Third and 14 from the Bengals, 43. Stafford throws to the end zone to Jefferson. But, of course, it gets interception, intercepted uh, by Bengals safety Jesse Bates. And the ensuing euphoria, the entire Bengals team rushed to the end zone to do the gritty as one. This included inactive cornerback Vernon Hargraves in his, sweat, in his sweatshirt, shorts, and flip-flops with white socks, I might add. Now, who is Hargraves? It's always a good look. Remember this, Mitch? Hargraves was the number 11 overall pick. Oh, he had hype coming out of Florida. Oh, my God. Came out of Florida and was drafted by his hometown team, the Buccaneers. Played three seasons for the Bucs. Then he was traded to the Texans. He was released by the Texans earlier this year. Picked up in early November by the Bengals. He played in uh, four games. Started in one of them. Had five combined tackles. Four receptions for 33 yards on five targets. Did not play one play in the playoffs. NFL fined him $5,555 a week after the Super Bowl. People said, well, it didn't affect the game. The score stayed the same. The heck it didn't. The Bengals had just scored a touchdown on that flea flicker play. Then they pick off Stafford. They had all the momentum in the world, but instead they had to start on their own 10 at the two-minute warning. They played very conservatively, ran the ball, made the Rams use their timeouts, and then punted after five plays. I actually think it was a key momentum turning point in the game, him rushing on the field to do the gritty. All right, number three, up, up and away. What a terrific Carabao Cup final in Wembley Stadium on Sunday morning between Chelsea and Liverpool. Paul, this game had it all. Terrific goaltending in the first half. Kelleher, the Liverpool goalie, not Allison. Kelleher had played all the Caribou Cup games. Makes an, a point-blank save on Christian Pusilic, the American star for Chelsea. And then Edward Mendy, the Senegal sensation in goal for Chelsea, who hadn't played in the Carabao Cup, but is their regular goaltender in the EPL, made two point-blank saves in the first half as well. 0-0 to halftime. Three goals disallowed in the second half on offsides. We go 0-0 to extra time. Remember, this is the championship game of a tournament. As we hit the 120th minute, Thomas Teichel, the German defensive tactician and head man for Chelsea, 
decides to substitute their regular Caribou Cup goaltender. They call him Kella in this long Spanish last name that I'll probably... Ariza Bagalaga. I'm sure I mispronounced it. Ariza Balaga. They just call him uh, Kappa in so that he will take the penalty shots, right? And gave him a chance to be the hero. Well, 21 penalty shots later. Mitch, every penalty shot was converted. Five starters score on both sides. And then five subs on both sides. Now it comes down to the goalies. Kelleher buries it top shelf for Liverpool. And now Kelleher has to step up and take the kick. Mitch, it went straight up in the air. <laughs> a fan in the 41st row caught the ball. Think about that. I, it's hard to capture on a still frame. But it went it went straight up in the air. And his chance to be a hero, instead he became a villain. Tycho made a serious error in substituting Kella into the game in the 119th minute. Who should have been in goal for the penalties? Everyone knows it's Mendy. All right, number two. An honor, a check, and enough of this trek. What in God's name happened to the Pro Bowl? Who came up with these rules and thought this would be a good thing? Oh, No kickoffs. Okay, so don't have kickoffs. Give them the ball in the 20. Oh, no, this is a spot and choose. You choose where the ball is. The other team chooses if they want offense or defense. After you score, then you get fourth and 15 from your own 25. That's what the fans want to see, 25-yard drives from the other team. And where was it ever said there'd be no tackling? Yes. How how do you have a total of 62 if you know the guys weren't going to tackle? Nonetheless, this didn't didn't help the NFC quarterbacks. They were absolutely god-awful. 33 for 54 with four interceptions against no defense. This was a horrific, horrific game. Let me tell you what the NFL should do. For everybody that paid to get into that game at Allegiant Stadium, they should give them their ticket price back. They should give them their travel back. They should give them their hotel back and pay them $1,000 for punitive damages. <laughs> that was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. I mean, the, all these all-star how'd you know games. When, how'd you know when someone was down? You didn't. <laughs> and, and poor Tony Carrenti in his last oh, game after 26 years. There were times the two-hand two tag was a touch. There were times it wasn't. I mean, this yeah. wasn't the game. People walked out of the book. I was here. I mean, it was disgusting. It's not even the sport. No. It's not why, a sport. Why would you do that? But no. what about these all-star games? I mean, is, is the NBA all-star game a sport? You get the two guys with the biggest Twitter following picking teams and you play to a number. That's a joke. The NHL, they play this three on three. I mean, the NHL is about checking, hitting, defense fights. It's it's like a skills competition, but it's not a game. The only sport where the all-star game resembles the actual sport is baseball, where they still throw 98 miles an hour fastballs and slide into third. Or do they anymore? Number one on the list, stewards of their own money. Where do I begin here? How can either of these sides in the baseball negotiations think that they are going to get public empathy? The players, nor the league and the clubs, represented by Rob Manfred. Let's listen to Rob Manfred talk about the negotiation. I think that it's important to look at the pattern of increases in the CBT thresholds over the last several agreements. And I think the proposal that we made is right in line uh, with the type of increases we've seen in the past. I think you also need to remember that the last five years um, been very difficult years from a revenue perspective for the industry given the pandemic. Um, So, you know, this is, uh, and last, look, we have a payroll disparity problem. Um, and to weaken the only mechanism in the agreement that's designed to promote some semblance of competitive balance is just something that I don't think the club group is prepared to do right now. 
We've had a very tough five years. Is he forgetting 17, 18, 19? When the average club worth went from $1.3 billion to $1.85 billion? Yeah, everybody had a tough last two years during the pandemic. But are the players are the players any more sympathetic? And I'm not sure it's a great idea having this lawyer from the NHL Players Union in this negotiation, or Scherzer, who refuses to lose anything he's so competitive. What are the players arguing for? Well, they don't want a 14-team playoff. They want a 12-team. Because if there's 14 teams, too many people can get in with a close to 500 record, and they won't spend enough on free agency. They want this tax to go from 210 to 265 instead of 220 that they're proposing. I mean, they're arguing over tens of millions of dollars. It's outrageous that a rookie can only make $700,000. Tell that to the guy making $12 an hour trying to support three kids. They act like they have the best, best product of any of the sports. They have a dying product, and they might just kill it this year. Shame on both sides. No hyperbole with Mike Palm. Up next, we'll recap last night's betting action with win some, lose some here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Some lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. All big tickets last night, especially some in play. Bucks 25 to 1 to come back and beat the Heat. They were down 14 midway through the fourth, down five with a minute. Big comeback, shocked the world. Holiday wins it up 120 to 119. Pacers money line in play, 14 to 1. They were down big and beat Orlando in overtime. Thunder didn't need overtime. Nine to what happened? Denver. Nine to one. Thunder beat them by double digits. They really, were what were they? A 13 point dog, a 10 point dog, something like that. Ridiculous. That's a bad loss. Texas State, well, Alabama, right? <laughs> they play up to the competition and down to the competition. AM money line, four to one. Alabama routed. Charleston Southern money line, four to one. They pulled an upset as well. The Sabres. You know, the Maple Leafs, it's just it's enough already. I mean, go hurt somebody else. I give up. I gave up last year when they couldn't beat Montreal and blew a 3-1 lead. I mean, I love my guy Jack Campbell, but it's just we're never taking a trip there. Never. We remember you said we'd go to Ed, you'd go to Edmonton if they made a run. I go to we go to Toronto. I mean they're never going to make a run in the postseason oh, either outfit. That. Don't see that. When are they going to make a run? You don't trust them. Edmonton with the goaltending, no defense. Well, Edmonton, no. Toronto, no. Toronto hasn't won a big game since '67. What about Calgary? Go to Calgary. Oh yeah, yeah we'll do that. Go to yeah. Calgary. They okay, make hang the Western buddy, final. Yeah. Go to Calgary. Yeah, we met. Yeah. Hang on with our buddy Adam Chernoff. Yeah. What Chernoff? happened to Dennis Bernstein? He's still in the hot tub at the DoubleTree in Edmonton. <laughs> <laughs> He's around. You got to have you had him on lately. We'll get him on, sure. Yeah. yeah, absolute good guy. Plus 320, Sabres. Take out Toronto, no problem. Blazers, Suns under 228, down to 224. 120 to 90. Charlotte, Middle Tennessee under 142, down to 137. That was ice cream, 60 to 56. LSU, Arkansas over 140, up to 143. Marquette, DePaul over. Oh, yeah, they were all over this. Rocking chair, 147 up to 150, 91 to 80. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. Let's go on the strip. You know, plenty of these have hit at the D, as we've talked about. Derek Stevens, Andy Dufresne always sends these in. If they have a big hit at the D, that's $1.4 million on Buffalo. Getting that bonus, anything can happen, right? You can spin that sucker, $1.4 million. And those, that progressive gets up there big time. And uh, gee golly, Randy McKay likes to play it too, but for the lesser one. They got up to 17000 uh, at the D, and it, he turned his back for two seconds, maybe the medication, and, and it hit uh, as well. 
Look at this. Our friend John Brown, who was having a cocktail up uh, the overhang, next to him at the bar, the $2 progressive hit at Circa. 9000 guy held two, and he gets it again. I thought you were going to say John Brown hit this. No, not John. The guy next <laughs> you got, to John you got Brown. me all excited. I know. It would be great. Uh, but that was $9,000, and the progressives here are fantastic. Uh, I'd like to see Circa with its own progressive and then the D and Golden Gate hook together. But it's been a nice run here with the progressives getting up there. The $2 got to $16,000. And the, the $5. The five got they, to were, they all came in that week. They played it. Yeah, when it got over $40,000. I and mean, it was 40. round the clock they were sure. playing at these bars. Who, you know who hit it? Yeah, I don't know. You don't know? It got, what was the high? 41-something. 40, 40, 40 41-something. Mm-hmm. All right. We <laughs> love, love these pandas, right? They go through life with the, like they're high. Uh, six pack in them too. We got this guy falling down. He gets, he gets rolls over. And, yeah, okay. Somersault, tumbling, keep going, and he goes all the way down. I mean, these are some creatures, aren't they? It's got the guy falling down the ladder. Oh, come on, how do you not love these Sure, right. Sure. It's like they're hopped up on something the whole time, what they have. And this he is, starts it all over again. <laughs> there he goes. The right. first time wasn't enough. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, he's just loving life. And like this guy. It's like, uh, this is a great. It's like day seven. They saw and figured out I'm a bear. I'm a cub. They all come up for some snacks. And there's the bear again, right? It's like one. Like hanging with the group. Like if you fit right in, pal, what do you need? Sure. Come on up. Oh, you're right. Look at the claws. It was a big one. Oh, really? Rips your face right off. Sure. He's posting up, trying to block the other guy out, too. He wants some. The lab wants a piece of the action. Imagine right? if one of these dogs actually tries to get into a scrape with the with the bear. Oh, well, I know. It's, it's over. It's yeah. curtains. Yeah. How long are they going to let this bear play with their dog? <laughs> yes. No, right. This could yes. get ugly soon. There's yeah, a human point. being with the phone recording yeah. this. Yeah, yeah well hey, said. Hey, this is funny, huh, guys? <laughs> well said. Yeah. Uh, Blazers from 13 down to 10 and a half lose some. Booker was out. Uh, they lost by 30. Jazz 12 and a half up to 14 and a half. 132, 127. Lucky to survive in overtime. Jazz Rockets under 233 down to 228. No good. Bucks and Heat under 229 down to 224. Lose some. I'll put under lose some because I hope we see it soon again. But this was captured over the over last week. It was snowing outside of Wrigley. Look at that shot. Snow globe. Fantastic shot outside of Wrigley with the snowstorm. That was awesome. And a couple of bad beats. Pacers Magic under 232. Goes over because of overtime. Likewise, Auburn and Miss State. The under there. Tough beat if you had the Cavs. Charlotte game over. Game died. Only 40 combined points in the fourth quarter. Pictures of the kid? You been getting sleep? We were win some. This got to be win some, win some doesn't absolutely it? Pictures win some. of the kid? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would be nice if uh, if she looked more like me, but it's okay. Hopefully, hopefully it'll turn out all right. There she is with my son. There you go. Who just turned six. Little Denny Rose, born uh, oh, beautiful. on February 9th. Yeah, look at that. Hey. What a shot that is. How much sleep you get? Zero. She, she's, uh, well, I, get, I try to get to sleep around 11. And then I set my alarm for 2, except, of course, tonight when I have to stay up and do this. No hyper. But, um, <laughs> and then I take her from 2 to 6 or 2 to 7 to whenever I have to get ready and go to yep. sleep. And then her mom gets up and takes her further. But her body clock is a totally opposite 180 of ours, right? So she, she, sleep, she sleeps like... And in the morning, she gets a good long nap. And you got to wake him up every three hours to feed him. But uh, he likes to sleep in the day. I think she has some of your features. She has all of them. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> I wish okay. I had that much hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got you, you to feed him every three hours? Oh, yeah. It's like humans. Four's the most. <laughs> it's like you. Four, really? Four's the most. They yeah. have to eat every four hours, but typically huh. every two and a half to three hours. Chick-fil-A? Get mm-hmm. there for- how about Kentucky Fried Chicken? Oh, yeah. That's great. Welcome, I don't go for the aboard. sandwich. I like the big box meal. Yes. Because so I like I. to get the mash and gravy and the They have the biscuits. Awesome. Since day yeah. one, the sides at KFC. Yes. 
A plus. Yeah. Very top of the list. Yeah. Great biscuits. Now, yeah. I spicy. like the fing- chicken fingers. Now, I'll say, I'll say this: the 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 Popeye, the Louisiana Kitchen, their um, their mash and gravy has a little kick to it, right? Oh, but from that, does it? But number one sides by far KFC. Yeah. Okay. Go along with that. Win some loser presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Log in each Thursday, get a 20% profit boost on college hoops. Learn more at betrivers.com and over 300 different ways to bet the NHL games. Great job. And again, let's go on the first 10. I think uh, Calgary, Montreal. Montreal's on a nice run. Calgary will put one in in three minutes. Mike, you mentioned earlier that you only have one future ticket in the NHL. It's the Rangers at 25 to 1. How many futures do you have in college basketball? This one, Texas Tech to make the Final Four. Um, plus 675, but I did bet, I guess this is the futures bet, Murray State minus 190. There you the go. Look, did, look at the bracket. They buy oh, their way on. to the semis. They'll be a double-digit favorite. Yeah. They've beaten Belmont twice by 24-plus. They, they should be 8 or 9. I'm also says the line will be 6. I don't think so. I mean, if they lose, I'll be shocked. 190 is a steal to me. Concur. The, the only comeback I have to that is what I told Paulie the other day. They know they're in the tournament. Yeah, what are they currently on the 9 line? At 30 and 28 I, I and 2. Saw, yeah. Good Lenardi. comeback. Get Lenardi. off the 8-9 game. Good yeah. comeback. Le, but but Lenardi has but, Iowa State on the 7 line. They scored 6 points in the <laughs> yeah, last 16 exactly. minutes. At How about that performance Aww. last night? I didn't see right. any of the game. I looked at the score. I said, this has to be wrong. Yeah. It cannot be. Then I went back and looked through the box score. It was awful. Who, who, okay, so the best team in the country would be who? Gonzaga. Then who? Then, so you, then you said Arizona, then Kentucky. I think Arizona and Kentucky... Uh, second best. I don't know how good Duke is. I'm emotionally, I, I don't want them to do well. You know, just because I don't like Shashevsky at all. But if they play in such a week, this is the worst ACC I've ever seen. Yes. Have you have you seen it? Atrocious. Nobody ranked but Duke. Atrocious. It's the, atrocious. The flip that we've had now, and this might be a one-year thing, and who knows with college basketball, with the way it's going to work mm-hmm. with transfers, but the ACC was always at the very t- The SEC is way better this year. I think it's, the Big 12 and SEC stand heads and shoulders agreed. above every mm-hmm. other conference. Agreed. What, here, I asked this question to them all. I want to give you two teams. You can pick two teams from each conference and play around Robin. And the three conferences are the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the SEC. Who are you taking, and who do you think wins the round Robin? Arizona, UCLA. That's it's got to be in the Pac-12. I would take Baylor and Texas Tech. I would. Those take are my Kansas. two teams. And then I would. Then I would take. I don't even know if I take Auburn. I'd take Kentucky and who though? Mm, well. So my concerns about Arkansas would be they're awesome at home. Yeah. They won again last night by a point over yeah. LSU. They bounced a little bit off that big win against Kentucky, though. I was afraid yeah. to lay the five and a half because yeah. they're Mitch. They've won fifteen out of sixteen. Their lone loss was in Tuscaloosa by a point. I, and I really like Eric Musselman's Musselman. a heck of a love that guy. One of the biggest coaching downgrades of recent years. Musselman to Alford. Well, that's a terrific. Yes, oh. you're spot on. You're spot on. Look at what it, look at what Nevada was like before Musselman got there, and now after. and what it's like after. Did Cronin follow Alford? Yeah. Uh, there's another yes. one. The upgrade. The upgrade. The upgrade. I Yikes. still think UCLA has a shot. I think UCLA is an Elite Eight team, healthy, with Juzang back. They have the experience. Now, I know they did it in this big run last year, but look, they played awful well this year. I, I think they are. Once they get healthy. A fully healthy. I just yeah. think. I know a lot of people dismiss them. I don't dismiss them just yeah. yet. And I, and I would totally agree with you in the Big 12. If you had to give me two teams, it's not no hesitation. I no go hesitation. Baylor and Texas Tech. I mean, I I said guard. You say Adams. The job he's done this year has been insane. Ed Cooley at Providence has a case, too. That, yeah, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> he does. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right. It's follow the money here on VEASAN. I'm glad you brought that up uh, because you're you a North Carolina guy. Mm. You've told the story several times on this network about your, you know, affection towards Dean Smith back in the day. That story. 
But do you have interest in attending sporting events in person, or do you prefer watching with a big crowd at a casino or a sports book? Because you run things, man, around here. That's coming up here with Mike Palm. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare Get everything you need to bet the madness this year. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, our tournament betting guide, advice, data, strategy, $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, we'll get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament, just like we did today, right? It's going to be fun. Starts today with the day games. It's going to be awesome. Sign up today, get the betting guide, and full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19. VEASAN.com slash madness. I have uh, full regrets already of betting Memphis in the first quarter. I don't know what's going on. I can't find any information. So when we came on the air today in the NBA, Memphis was favored by three in Boston. Right now, currently, Boston is a two-point favorite. We've had a five-point move in two and a half hours on this game. I I don't know. I can't. Nothing on job? I'm trying to track Twitter. I'm looking up. Did the first quarter line move, too? Yes. What Sounds did you? Good. Did you? I laid, you laid one? one fifteen. And what is it now? I'll get that for you in a second. Oh, interesting. Um. Now, well, it's minus one ten now. Huge. Celtics are fa- that's weird. Celtics are now favored by a half a point in the first quarter, but the money line on both is uh, where I'm looking is a dollar ten. Okay, so you love North Carolina. It goes back to your days in Iowa. You met Dean Smith. He was great. He gave you a signed picture of himself. Um. This game on Saturday, Paul and I just talked about this. Like, you know, we don't go to very many sporting events anymore. Um, like betting, like watching at sports books or at the house, whatever. But I'd love to be at this game tomorrow night. And I have never rooted for Coach K or Duke for a second in my life, ever. Would you, does it matter to you at all? Like big sporting events, would you like to be there tomorrow night? Do you have, is that game? No. No, not, no desire? You know, it, I've for a guy that's won this many games and five national titles and all this, who loves this guy? You, 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 did you hear Dave Billis talk about how much he loved the guy? He was there at the start of K as they turned the program around. 
He didn't say anything about loving the guy. He talked, the roller coaster rides over. Now somebody else gets on. Hey, Joe Corona was selling his ticket. Nobody if he could. speaks about yeah. the, this Duke program. Or they, they had, look at that. Everybody at North Carolina has such a camaraderie that came out of there, right? They all still talk to each other. Every year they talk to Dean Smith. He sent them all check when he died. This guy's just not really beloved. I mean, so it's a bad example to ask me about because I don't care about him. Or, or his last year at the program. I mean, okay. every time he gets tired, they they drive Pete Godet in in case they lose the game, right? They're they're up six or they're down. They got Pete Godet on standby to tag the losses on him. So uh, look, look, football's a terrible, terrible sport to watch in person. Awful. It's the worst. I, I would never want to go. I, I'd go to a high school game to see my son. I wouldn't want. I'd rather see if I could get it on TV. <laughs> I mean, football's awful. The, the Knights games here are unbelievable. They're great. You got hockey's a sport hockey though. You need to see the whole. Great. You need to see the whole ice ball to understand yeah, what's going live. on. Just what you see in that TV shot is not enough. Basketball, take it or leave it. I'd much rather be at a baseball game. I, yeah. Right. Baseball. So it just depends on the sport. Like at the Super Bowl, when it comes here to Las Vegas, you're going to have oh, no desire. Go there. I'd be right have... here or out stadium swim or yeah. somewhere where you get just as much excitement in the air. I'm totally not fighting agree, that no. traffic, parking three miles away and walking and all that nonsense that you have I'll, to I'll give you through. another one. <laughs> I don't even want first-round games here in Las Vegas ever oh, in, the, in college basketball. Really? Would you ever want to go? No, I'm missing out. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. I'll, I would tell, have, you, I'll like, tell you what I want to go to, and I told them all, if this happens, we're going. Saturday, next Saturday night, Arizona, UCLA, in a Pac-12 final. I oh, would like yeah, to go yeah, see that's that game. Good. Right? That's good. Uh, when the, the Pac-12 has been good, and it recently <laughs> has been good, mm-hmm. that tournament is awesome. That place will be packed. You see NBA talent on the floor, good teams going at it. That would be a great game to be you at. You might yeah. be able to go to the Orleans and see a heck of a St. Mary's Gonzaga game four yeah, days sure. before that. So right. we're gonna we're gonna do you a solid. We're gonna we I had a great time this past weekend. We'll get this kid in, and this kid this kid fires as well. So we see uh, the genius of no hyperbole, and you see him as a great guest in the in the chemistry we have here, and you also see him uh, Mike Palm as a talk show host as well. But the I don't know say underrated, but the part you don't see, and the part I really like about Mike Palm is the vice president, and he I, I got a glimpse of it. It's fascinating when we would watch games and hang out at the Long Bar. But we also saw the VP uh, as he was in action in the Maestro and the MC at the video poker tournament over the weekend as well. And he was on the mic and just running down, okay, five minutes on the clock. Please, reminder, we're an hour early on Sunday, but you can still get in with the early 6.30 and 8 o'clock mass down the street if you want to do that. And for those of you who have the Hoffenheim game under three, it's no score at halftime, so you're looking good there as well. Five minutes on the clock, let's go. Polly Howard off to a bad start. He can't catch Randy McKay. An embarrassing moment for Polly. We'll have to, but it was a great time had by all as I'm getting heckled as I blow uh, the, the the grand prize at the end and lose on the final hand as Scott takes me out, dealt quads on the final hand. Unbelievable, but you, it was a terrific job by you and the whole staff. Mitch, you know, Paul was very sullen through the first two rounds until he had his first big wild card round on Saturday afternoon, and then... After the final round was still a wild card to go on Sunday, he was now in the lead. You should have seen this guy. What a transformation. He was like a peacock walking around. <laughs> Bar Canada with the leader in the clubhouse with one round to go. And then it snatched from him on the very last hand of the tournament by a guy that, I mean, everybody was, Paul's a George, right? Paul's a George. This guy's really a George. Yeah. This guy makes Paul look like a Maul Shaw yeah. who throws around quarters like manhole covers. <laughs> I mean, this, but the guy that won, Scotty, who's a local guy that's originally from Boston area for uh-huh. our Nesson people, he really believes in chopping. He always wants to make something back when he gets far in a tournament or whatever. I mean, he chopped with an ashtray. And here's the one time Paul didn't mention a chop when they were 1-2 going into the, the, the final round. I can't believe it. I can't believe you didn't I, think I, of it. I, you were too distracted. I had a big lead, but also he's all, he, he, he admits this. He's a slow player. I must have had an extra 20 hands it's on him. It's the oh. first time he's ever played that machine, that, that Ultimate X. 
First time he's ever played Ultimate X. He won the tournament. <laughs> you, the, the guy who... <laughs> yeah, about that. He kept and, saying, and these guys play a lot really fast. He was watching, you know, the people in the other routes. Well, he hits a Royal in one, and then he hits the four of a kind twice with the with the 12 times, too. Yeah. And he sleeps, he sleeps with an Ultimate X app on mm-hmm. his phone next to him. There were three people that played like at Paul's level of speed, right? And we had a big advantage. Uh, one guy won 500, one person didn't, and then he got second place. Uh, for the three thousand, but I mean, you still have to make hands. No, it's just you can't again. <laughs> but Brits bring it full circle. Always hedge, chop, lock in a profit. I let the ego. You know, uh, Pulp Fiction. That's pride messing with you. Well, I was going to do the Larry Bird. I was going to walk around and say you're all playing for second place. I, I see, got, to his point. But yeah, I, you, you, you turned into a peacock. Absolutely. That, by the way, goes I had a back. Huge lead. The, <laughs> the poker tournament when we met you, but we didn't meet you at Fitzgerald's years ago. When he's there mm. and he's a chip leader. He's all calm, cool, and collected at the beginning. All of a sudden, he builds up like this big stack of chips. Yeah. He ter- he puts the sunglasses, sunglasses. on, mm. right? I don't know if he, the oh, no. earbuds are there. The, oh, here oh. comes the hoodie. All of oh, a sudden, no. I'm Joe Cool. No. I'm way better than everybody here at the table. Get no, out of no, my no. way. I'm a freight train. Yeah. There's yeah. no way I can lose. He was smack-talking Phil Gordon. <laughs> yes, yeah. I was. yeah, exactly right. <laughs> he yes, he yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then they come over and say, you're not allowed to win. And I tanked off on purpose. I said, this is real. I've been here eight hours. What do you mean I can't win? How about Randy McKay? Yeah, I want to talk about this because it's <laughs> it's getting to me reading all these tweets about his hour yesterday. Now, I That's didn't fun. listen to it. Oh, but people are talking like that. He, he he discovered the moon. I'm like, oh, this hour with Randy McKay, the stories that this, that best hour in a long time here. The guy bought a $75 mulligan round, Mitch, and didn't show up for it. This guy's supposed to be the professional player, a VEASAN fan of the year back when they did those things. Right? How could Randy McKay miss the round? Medicaid. I thought something happened to him. Yeah. I wanted to call Metro, see if the guy was okay. I maybe he was tied up or in a bubble bath or something. But I, I thought bubble bath was possible. Forgot to set his alarm, he said. I forgot to set my alarm. Whoopsie moment. He owned it, yeah. Bad. He done, it's, a bad look, check. It's, a, it's a bad look for the advantage players. <laughs> but I, I would, that happens. Yeah. Come on. I would, I would say this. Have you ever missed a round in a no, tournament that you were in the money? No. He'd have been in the money if he played that round. Yeah, he would have. I, I would say this. Uh, He's won nine cars. As a side note, and says he should have won more. <laughs> I, I want, yeah, he was disappointed in the Porsche. That's why it sticks out, right? Golly. Uh, it's actually like I tried to put a real positive spin on Twitter because if you paid attention to gambling Twitter at all yesterday, oh god, which I don't typically do, gambling Twitter is at the very bottom of the barrel when it comes to any specific kind of Twitter there is. It's awful, and there's so much negativity, and all of these. People who claim to be, you know, whatever, they're anonymous and they're nameless and they're faceless on Twitter or whatever, and they root against people. I don't, I don't understand this. Why are you rooting against people's bets? Who are you? Why are you, you, you always say that you would never, oh, come on, we got to wreck the sports books. Great. We all want to win. Then why are you rooting for the sports book? And you're indirectly rooting for the sports book when you go out there and you're a jerk on Twitter and you root against uh, human beings. I, there's, it's worthless yes. to spend time on Twitter okay. on a daily basis. You also, I, should, I disagree. Let me give a oh, let me give okay. a counterpoint because you meet a lot of nice people on Twitter too, and you have to put up with some of these people that have nothing but malice in their hearts and want to attack you. But what about all the people we've met through Twitter who followed us and and said can can we direct message you or come? I I still think there's a lot of good relationships that, you make, and you got to push aside the toxic people. That part is very true, and I'm saying like this was all like everybody coming together yesterday, and I just I opened up my Why? phone and I'm like, Why what? was it like that against you? No, 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 it wasn't. No, I had nothing to do oh. with me at all. But I just see so much negativity from so many people in the space. I'm like, well, God. I I understand some of it too, and some of this has become a joke. I mean, you have people who are on television who flat out said two years ago, I don't know what a point spread. Well, is. what it's turning into, uh, yeah, yeah, right, and absolutely, and that's like, oh, don't track me now. That's come on. 
I, I'm giving, I'm just here for fun and stuff. Don't track me. Too much pressure. I mean, uh, and you also shouldn't promote people that are hitting thirty percent. But it, it's it, it's it was wild. It was a scene, man. Mm. Yeah, very good. Yeah, A minus. Thank you. you got an A? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that your second A of all time? I don't, I don't remember. I really don't pay any attention. If, I, if it, The C's hurt. The really C's hurt down I low. I really don't really pay attention. Yeah. See, <laughs> De- Derek, Derek, Andy Dufresne, come on now. We'll put asses in the seats. You got to do that once a month. Everyone had a great time. And what was the what was the in, t- in and out ticket? Uh, in Over $4 million coin in. Coin in. That's Better it. than Super Bowl weekend. There you go. There you go. Heavy hitters at that Ultimate X. Come on, Derek. Take the V. Take the V. Take the V. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.